Hey, I'm Mark Ganey, and welcome to the Pop Faith Podcast. I'm so glad you have joined us for the very first episode of this podcast. And on today's episode, I'll be introducing the podcast, explaining what to expect in each episode. Uh, we're going to look at an amazing story of how college students have been giving their lives to Jesus recently. We're going to look at Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. We're going to get into some Bible bites. I'll explain what that means and so much more. So, Thank you for joining us on this first episode of the Pop Faith Podcast. Welcome to the Pop Faith Podcast with host Mark Ganey, where each episode we explore how faith connects to everyday life. Each episode is a fun and engaging look at how ordinary Christians can experience the good news all around them in things like movies, shows, pop culture, and even news stories. Thanks for joining in. We are glad you're here. So thank you for... Joining us again for this episode, you're probably wondering, what in the world is Pop Faith Podcast? What's it all about? Why does it exist? Well, I'm excited to share with you a little bit about this podcast and what you can expect going forward. The whole idea behind the podcast is I wanted to create something that's quick, that's fun, that's engaging, that's entertaining, that really helps us understand how our faith really does inform every area of our lives. You know, there's so many people who claim to follow Christ that are living their lives as if their faith is just a Sunday thing. Their faith is just kind of a, a one-day-a-week thing, and it doesn't really touch any area of their lives. Well, the Bible clearly says that our faith affects every area of our lives. And so that's what this podcast really is about, and it's going to be fun. We're going to look at pop culture. We're going to look at uh, you know news stories. We're going to look at some good news stories every week. And so all of those things really will help us understand how our faith should be lived out and how it intersects our daily lives. So yes, we're going to look at pop culture, and we're going to try to dissect how pop culture really informs our lives, or really how our faith informs the way we look at pop culture. We're going to look at news stories, sometimes just good news stories, sometimes uh, stories that you know really are in the national news, and we're going to ask the question, how should we approach that? How does that affect our, our life? How does our faith inform the way we should look at those things? So we're going to look kind of at worldview topics and things like that. So every episode, it's going to be quick and brief. Each episode is short, but we're going to have certain segments that repeat. And one of those segments is a Bible bite. I'll begin that in just a few minutes. And, and a Bible bite really is just a, a, a small bite of Scripture, a little nugget of Scripture and how it can inform the way we live today. And we're going to look at some good news stories, um, some stories that really do inspire us and encourage us. Because, look, there's enough bad news out there, right? Enough of that. Let's talk about some good news. And it's just simple things that you may you may or may not have heard about before. We're going to look at news you can use. So we'll take a, a news story that's happening in our world, and we're going to look at it from a biblical perspective in a kind of a fun, engaging way. Certainly, we're going to look at pop culture. We'll have a pop culture spotlight every week, and, and that may you know be a news story about pop culture, or it may be you know a certain character or person you know in pop culture and how we're to look at that or how we can have fun with that even, engage in it. We're going to look at uh, faith pops and life drops, and that's where really the rubber meets the road. That's where we're going to look at how our faith intersects uh, everyday life, including pop culture and things. We'll do movie reviews. We'll do show reviews and, and book reviews, things like that. I may have some guests on from time to time to help me look at some of that. And uh, so that's what we're going to do every week, and we'll have some other things too uh, in each episode. So I can't wait to get started. So why don't we just do that? Without further ado, let's get to the very first segment. 
Welcome to today's Bible Bite segment. And in today's segment, I'm looking at 1 Corinthians 10.31. And here's what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. I love that passage because that really does inform the way we should be living our faith out every day. What Paul is saying, it doesn't matter if you're eating or if you're drinking. It doesn't matter if you're listening to a podcast. It doesn't matter if you're watching a movie. It doesn't matter if you're making your bed, if you're fixing a meal, whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So what that means is everything that we do in our life every single day should be done with the aim and the goal to glorify God. Now, a lot of times we don't think about that, right? We think about, okay, well, you know, I need to read my Bible. I need to pray. I probably should be nice to people. You know, I should, I should go to church, right? Those kind of things. And we think, well, that brings glory to God. But we forget that everything else can bring glory to God too. The way that we do everything else can bring glory to God. So it doesn't mean that everything is, is you know, necessarily a, a spiritual or a church thing, right? But it does mean that we can glorify God in everything we do. For example... Right. If you're, you know, if you're a teenager and you're making your bed, you can actually think about making your bed to the glory of God. Right. Do you make it just sloppily? Do you do it quick to try to get on to the next thing? Or do you do it in a way that actually looks nice because that glorifies God? Or, for example, those of you who work, right, if you've got a job and, and you're working a job, you could certainly view it as I'm working for my boss, I'm working for this company, I'm working for a paycheck and all that. But that really doesn't bring glory to God uh, in and of itself. Or you could say, you know what, I'm going to work. Another scripture says this. I'm going to work as if I'm working for God. And I'm going to do my very best because it doesn't matter what people think. What matters is what God thinks. And am I doing this to increase the testimony of Jesus? Because look, the way we do things, whether it's eating or drinking or whatever else, all of those things can really shed light. That's what glorifying God means, kind of reflecting light back to God so that others in our lives can say, you know what? I think that God's pretty good. That's what glorifying God looks like. So whatever you do, whether it's eating or drinking, whether it's playing a sport, whether it is watching a movie, do it for the glory of God. All right, welcome to the News You Can Use segment. And I've got a story that's really fascinating to me. Maybe it is to you, maybe not. But NASA is really kind of quiet about this. But NASA is actually developing a quiet supersonic jet to replace the Concorde. It's kind of like a new Concorde. It's called the X-59. Now, here's why this news is, is fascinating to me. Because they're they're creating this supersonic jet that will carry passengers. That's the plan. But it, it, it goes so fast, but they're making it quieter. They're trying to reduce the sonic boom when a, a jet goes beyond the speed of sound. So this supersonic passenger plane, again, called the X-59, it aims to fly faster than the speed of sound. In fact, almost twice as fast as the current Concorde. Now that is breakneck speed. So engineer, engineers are trying to reduce the the impact of the sonic boom, you know, to a sonic thump. Uh, one news story said, and so in August, NASA reported that they have identified potential passenger markets in about fifty different routes from one city to another. One of which, by the way, is New York to London. And if you know anything about the fastest planes. 
out there today. You can travel from New York to London in, you know, uh, somewhere in seven, you know, between six and a half to, to seven and a half hours. And so you can actually get from New York to London right now in seven hours in the fastest plane available. But this plane is going to be around two hours for that trip. That's amazing. Think about that. You could go from New York to London in two hours. Can you imagine what that could do? That, that's amazing. And so they're trying to get this thing ready for production. And to me, that is that's an incredible story. And it's news I think you can use because think about what that can do for the rate of travel. You know, way back in the day when people were using horse and buggies, you know, travel wasn't prevalent. We didn't go very many places because it was just too hard and it took too long. And, you know, you, you couldn't get back in time for, you'd miss, you know, you miss your whole uh, children's childhood and things like that. But, but you know, when cars came along and then trains and, uh, you know, automobiles, all those things came along and then planes and then eventually supersonic jets, right? It, it reduces the time it takes to get from one place to another. And what that means is it makes travel more accessible to more people. Now, I don't think we can afford probably a, a most of us, at least a ticket on this kind of plane just yet, but maybe one day, right? As it becomes more and more available, more and more access, accessible. So here's what that means. That means that you and I, as followers of Jesus, we could have a significant impact on more of the world as travel becomes easier. Now that is awesome. And I can't wait to be able to travel. And plus I'm, I'm a little impatient, right? I like to get from place point A to point B a lot quicker. So I kind of like that idea, but I'm looking forward to that quiet supersonic jet, the X-59 actually coming to fruition soon. Welcome to the good news story segment of the Pop Faith podcast. Now, this was one of my favorite parts of this podcast. I'm excited to share with you some of these stories. Some of these stories are going to be worldwide. Some will be nationwide. Sometimes they'll be local. And this first good news story segment is local. And uh, I'm, I'm in Alabama, so not sure where you're watching this from, but I'm in Alabama. And I heard some stories recently from the campus of several colleges in our state of Alabama of God working. I heard about a student a young lady who moved from Colorado to Tuscaloosa to go to uh, college at the University of Alabama. And again, from Colorado, uh, she had, you know, kind of the, at best described, she had a, a perspective of religion that was not positive, and uh, she wasn't really sure about, you know, Christianity and about Christians. And uh, she began to hang out, hang out with uh, some Christians there on, on campus. And over several months, this, this student gave her life to Jesus from Colorado. And so that's kind of cool to think about. But then I heard another story about a student um, named Noah, Noah at Montevallo who uh, led another student named Kendall to the Lord. And uh, so students are actually leading other students to Christ. I heard about a student um, who loves to bike and he actually needed some help with his bike, dropped by a campus ministry there at AUM, that's in Montgomery. And over time, because of this kind of chance encounter, there's no such thing as a chance encounter when God's sovereign, right? A chance encounter gave his life to Jesus. And then I heard about 15 people this semester at a university in North Alabama, University of North Alabama, 15 students gave their life to Jesus this semester since the beginning of fall. 
So, you know, we hear stories all the time about how liberal college campuses are and how, you know, godless they are. But listen, I'm telling you right now, God is still at work. I mean, this is a good news story. People are giving their life to Jesus on the campus of college of colleges around our state and around our nation. And then I heard about this. This is really cool. Uh, um, I talked about Alabama before. I don't want to leave Auburn out. So at, at Auburn, I heard of 41 students sharing their faith this semester. Now, that is amazing. 41 students who follow Christ actually sharing their faith, sharing the gospel with other students. And so there are also people coming to Christ right there on that campus, too. It's happening all around us. So listen, don't just believe the bad news, right? Don't believe that it's all bad on college campuses. Yes, there are some things that, that are not good going on in college campuses like there always have been. And they may be getting more and more you know, godless in certain areas. But the truth is, God is still at work. And, and students are not only sharing their faith, students are coming to Christ and growing on these college campuses. So I was so excited to hear that. I wanted to share that good news with you. All right. We have arrived at one of the most fun segments of the podcast, the Pop Culture Spotlight. And today, I could not start this podcast talking about any other pop culture story other than Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. If you have uh, been living under a rock, you may not know who either one of these people are. But otherwise, you have heard of these two people, at least of Taylor Swift, right? The most popular uh pop artist of our time and uh, she's incredible she's talented she has influence over so many people and uh, she is one of the biggest entertainers of our culture and of our time and then Travis Kelsey one of the the great influencers in in the sports world during our time he's actually a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs and he's an incredible player he actually has a brother who also is in the NFL they played against one another in a Super Bowl not too long ago but Travis Kelsey is is kind of an icon in himself he's in lots of commercials uh, it's bigger than football for him and he happens to be on a team that won the last Super Bowl and so that's Travis Kelsey now the reason these two came together in a story, one story is because they began dating, or at least that was the, the, the rumor of late. Are they together? Are they not together? Taylor Swift began to show up at Kansas City Chief Games, and people were like, they're definitely together. Well, they've now confirmed it. Yes, they're together. In fact, it's gone way beyond that. They're talking about each other in interviews and things like that. In fact, this is kind of crazy. In separate interviews over the last few weeks, They've actually unintentionally or intentionally uh, kind of let slip their nicknames for one another. They actually have nicknames. So, so apparently Travis Kelsey calls Taylor Swift Tay, and Taylor Swift calls Travis Kelsey Trav. That's their kind of pet names for one another. Those things actually made news, by the way. And so people are enamored with this whole relationship and what it's like and, and you know, her going to his games and that people are looking at her as kind of a good luck charm for his games because at one point she they hadn't lost every game that she attended, things like that. And so I, I want to kind of step back and say it's kind of a fun story to talk about, but I want to ask the question, why are we fascinated with things like this, right? Why, why do do we kind of obsess over stories like this? Why does our culture get so enamored with celebrity couples? It's not just Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. This has been happening a long time in American society and culture, right? Why do we do that? 
And here's what I'm just going to give you my take on it and kind of my perspective on it and my approach. Uh, I love stories like this. I love to follow them, especially when it includes athletes, because, you know, I love sports. I love athletics. I love pop culture. I love entertainment. So I like when those two things mix. But I think the reason that we are so enamored and so obsessed as a culture about things like this is because we tend to we tend to idealize these relationships, right? We tend to think, well, they've got a great relationship, right? They're, they're famous people. Um, they're successful people. And so we, can, we tend to think, man, what if I had a relationship like that? Now, I don't think deep down we really want to be in the spotlight, at least most of us, want to be in the spotlight 24-7 like they are. But we think, well, man, this is a fun relationship, and you know they're both successful. I wish I had kind of a relationship like that. Somewhere in the back of our mind, I think that's kind of the hope and the wish, and that's why we're enamored with this. And we really, we've seen so many of these relationships fail. We want to see them succeed because I think it gives us hope about our own relationships. Even though the two really aren't connected, that's, I think, why we get so enamored with it. So my response to it is this. I think... I think we tend to get so involved and wrapped up in these things and we can we can begin to scroll and, and go down the rabbit hole about what each one said about the other and what they're doing and you know what they're doing on their dates, how they're spending time together, that we get lost in the moment and we forget that we've actually got relationships in our real life. In fact, we've got relationships. It may be romantic, it may not be romantic, it may be friendships, but we've got relationships that actually are more real than their relationship. Now, I believe their relationship is real, but I believe our relationships, your relationships are more real because they actually affect your life, right? They're actually, they actually mean something in your life. So my whole response to this is it's fun to follow, but it's a great reminder that no matter what Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift do, and if they end up together or they don't, you know, all these things, no matter what they do, we have relationships in our lives that really do matter. So why don't we give time to make them even more successful, more rewarding than the relationship that we see playing out on the screens in the headlines in front of us. So my encouragement, my challenge to you is, as we look at this pop culture spotlight and the story about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, my encouragement to you, my challenge to you is, Don't neglect the relationships in your life. And let's make those relationships even better than the one that we're seeing played out. All right, our last segment for today's episode is Faith Pops and Life Drops. You're like, what in the world is that? This is where we kind of talk about how the rubber meets the road. News, headlines, stories, pop culture, all that stuff that's happening right in front of us and really what we should do about it. So the the thing I want us to focus on today is all the craziness that we see in the news. You know, again, you may not watch the news, you may not read the news, but you're probably aware that we've got candidates for president, that we've got, um, you know, Congress members, those things involved in all kinds of scandal and criminal, potentially criminal activity, right? So we've got a current presidential candidate who is a former president, Donald Trump, who is being, you know, he's in the middle of numerous lawsuits and he's being sued, but he's also in the middle of criminal trials and and he's been indicted and several things. So we've we've got this happening with with one, you know, end of the spectrum. On the other side of the spectrum, uh, our current president, Joe Biden, his son is now being accused of things and has been, you know, uh, 
officially brought charges against. And so all of this on both sides, right? And, and you, just so you'll know, on this podcast, we're not going to get political. That's just not what we're going to do. Um, we're going to keep it, you know, fun and engaging. But what I want to talk about is all of this stuff going on around us, right? And we don't know what the next election is going to hold, and we don't even know the result of, uh, you know, the impact of those said elections. Here's what I want to say. In the middle of this chaos, in the middle of the strife, in the middle of, you know, accusations from left and right, and in the middle, all this stuff— what I want to encourage you to do, no matter if you're Republican or Democrat or if you're you know, moderate or conservative or liberal, if you're anywhere in between, I want to encourage you not to let those things get you uptight and to get you worried because the reality is there's no single political candidate, there's no single election that can supersede God's sovereignty. And what that means is God is still in control. And it doesn't matter if your candidate wins or loses, if your candidate is convicted of a crime or not, what matters is God is still the one that appoints those leaders, right? Scripture clearly states in Romans 13, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. God is the one on the throne, right? Not the individual candidates and the political parties and all that kind of stuff. So my encouragement to you is don't get uptight. Don't get, you know, overworked and frustrated. And, you know, don't let that affect you because the reality is God is in control. And God has more of an impact. And our faith has more of an impact than any political leader can. So that's my encouragement to you when you read the news or see the news and see all this chaos around us, remember that God is in control. Thank you so much for joining me on this very first episode of the Pop Faith Podcast. Man, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you you were encouraged uh, as we talked about how faith affects everyday life. And I hope you will join me for the next episode. And in the meantime, look, make sure you, you like it, rate it, review it. Man, I would love for you to do that because that helps us get the word out about our podcast. So I'd appreciate that in a great way. I hope you join me for the next episode of the podcast. And in the meantime, remember that your faith affects every area of your life. So let it pop through everywhere that you are.